Welcome to the Donkey's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Bobito, a.k.a. Bobito Mosquito, a.k.a. The Funk Soul Brother, a.k.a. Master B, a.k.a. Styles B, a.k.a. BMX. And you are listening to the 49th episode of the podcast. Guys, to every single one of you who listens to this podcast, I am immensely grateful for you who click play. Um, who share the podcast, who comment, who hit the DMs, whatever you do, even if you provide me with um, advice on how this shit could be better and it seems like I'm not listening to you, I am listening to you. I'm just ignoring you. No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> we will get to your 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 advice because it is it is likely valuable. Uh, and yeah, like I said, it's 49th episode and today I wanted to do something a bit special. So I invited my nigga... Mr. He goes by the name of Blaine the Artist, aka Hurricane Blaine, aka Big Coke, aka uh um um uh uh help me out nigga Papi Chulo Is there a Don? Is there a Don on it or just Papi Chulo? Ain't no Don's Papi man. Okay, so can you break down what Papi means, bruh? No, not Papi, Papi Chulo, my bad. What Papi Chulo means uh Papi Chulo actually has an interesting story. Um, <laughs> Papi Chulo, all my nicknames are given to me, you know? So, Big Coke was given to me by one of my friends, one of my really close friends. Um, not actually, it was by two friends, one of my really close friends, and then um, one of the newer people I met in my life, in my music journey, bro. So, my one close friend started calling me cocaine so he would always refer to me as cocaine was this because of your crackhead energy yeah exactly you know and he was like nah you cocaine yeah you just on a hundred at all moments man yeah Yeah. and so i met this one producer and he said nah big coke yeah 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 okay okay so and then i was big coke bros but with the papi chula one um Let's just say, man, that name came back. <laughs> Let's just say. Fucking <laughs> hell. You know, I didn't even realize you're taking me for this bit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the translation for Papi Chulo is Daddy Cool. Daddy or, Cool. Or Pump Daddy. It's It was Americanized or westernized and started meaning like pump daddy yeah yeah but originally it means the coolest the sexiest daddy. the sexiest papi okay so this is given so when, to you so when so when a latina girl calls you papi, papi chulo, chulo she's like you the sexiest papi yeah yeah okay okay you okay. are him <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that papi chulo man that's the energy around papi chulo and that's basically what i'm pushing now with my brand I was about to, yeah, go in, go in. My business, with my career, bro, I realized, like, I'm a champion for this shit, bro. Yeah. People need to emulate, like, who I am. Yeah, yeah. You know, and what I do and the culture I push, which is alternative lifestyle, you know. And also just being yourself, Brian, being able to express yourself visually through beautiful art, bro. 
Okay, fair enough. Because I won't even lie to you. When you said alternative, alternative lifestyle, I was like, alright, nigga. There's a there's a thousand, <laughs> a thousand different meanings that could be, bro. This guy meaning swings. This yeah, like, swing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? You gotta break that up. But you're saying more so expressing yourself in 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 either. I mean, if you want to do that, like, bro, here's the thing with me, bro. I, un- I have to be very professional. You know, on social media and shit for yeah. the sake of my business and my branding and stuff. But um, alternative lifestyle, bro. Like, if you want it to mean swinging, yeah, sure. Let's swing. <laughs> if you want it to, it's like for me, I'm about free expression, bro. And that's like the the energy, the vibe I give off, especially when people are around me, bro. Like they know what what's up, right? You know, to let it's. You, you can feel like whoever you want to feel like when you're with me, you know, or when you're living the type of lifestyle that I champion. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, wait, when you say, okay, but we can keep going down this. Not this, saying this that people hole. must come through to me and just want to just be like inappropriate, but like <laughs> relax. Like, like. Cause some people be fucking like coming in with other things, bro. But that's the thing, bro. Like, it's it's always it's always just fucking interesting. Like, it's like we're walking a tightrope, bro. All of us in life, bro. Especially like in dynamics. Cause what you're basically describing is having almost an open door. Like, let me not say open door, but like, yo, be weird. It's cool. It's chill. But then also oh, yeah. you want to cap what people, how how weird people can be. And it's a weird one, bro. True. It's like it's true. It's only like I always find this. I was literally thinking earlier on today. It's a bit of a fucked up thought, but I was thinking to myself, bro. Like that nigga. What was his name? Playboy. Like literally, Playboy. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. So Hugh Hefner was almost like. Revered, or not even almost, he was revered for majority of his life as the playboy, as the nigga who had all these different women rolling through the crib, misogynistic, all that kind of shit. Bitches. He had all, all, all types of women. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were gonna do that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to throw it in there. Sorry, ladies. No, he's like, no, 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 he's not sorry, he's not sorry. He's not, you know what, I like it when he, when, when he shows his true colors, I like it. <laughs> but anyway, so he was revered for being Mr. Bitches. Yeah. And eventually, the tide started turning a little bit. But it's like, yo, you guys said this is how you, you, you rewarded him, the world rewarded him for so long for being this type of way that when the world changes its standards should he not get a memo or like how how yeah. like i don't know I, I think it was that that was that was on my thoughts and it was also the idea of like yo is it mm. like especially especially with relationships or like trying to trying to get into a relationship trying to highlight a girl trying to highlight a nigga whatever your 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 sexual preferences, but you're trying to get this shit cracking, and there's there's certain things that people who are being chased or who want to be chased expect, but they also expect you not to cross the line. So they expect you to show a bit of initiative 
expect you to want to to show like a pursuit but also where does the line where's the line drawn where that pursuit becomes um what's the word like i don't want to go all the way to stalker but like when you know it's no longer it's no longer pursuit it's now a bit of a like you you're stepping into you're crossing the line of what's acceptable okay but like where's that line and it's like it's like the line keeps getting changed and like what's expected i don't know if i'm making sense bro it was just a vague thought that i had early on wait what is this related to i can't remember bro we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember bro i told you i told you i warned you so I just to give you <laughs> to give you guys to give you guys a little bit of uh what's the word um to give you a little bit mm-hmm. of a mm-hmm. background of what, <laughs> what just happened this episode. So I get you. I get you to Blaze Group. Mm. And immediately he's like, yo. No, you you break this down. I, I'm going to jump in where I feel, yeah. So I had to obviously get dank, you know, because I was like, shit, I'm about to record a podcast. Do I want to be sober? I can't be sober, but I feel much better if I was high and comfortable. Yeah, you know, cuz that's how I want to be. I don't want to be on here like a fucking prepared speech. So, I told Bobo let's go get weed. We got weed, we came back. I I warned him. <laughs> the way we position now to record this podcast is in close proximity to me. Yeah. You know and and he's like, smoking. It's like we're sitting at a coffee table basically. Yeah. And I told him, bro, this blunt it's too near to you, bro. He's like, "Nah." Um, if you if the weed is hitting you just say so bro <laughs> just say so <laughs> and i'm like okay i warned you that's a direct quote I warned that's you a just direct so quote no because this is what people do actually i must warn people that come around me listen yeah. here this is a very fucking serious thing yeah if you choose to engage in some kind of drug use when you're around me Don't blame me. Don't blame me for the facilitation of this shit. You chose. You know what I'm saying like brave so many incidents in the past where people have blamed their fucking choice on me, bro. And I'm like I thought we were having fun. I thought together, yeah. Like you're a grown ass man. You yeah. can make your own decisions. And not saying that I fucking do drugs cuz motherfuckers go and turn. Yeah, 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 as well, yeah. Very, very well done. Well done. Relax, motherfuckers. Well done. Yeah. So I mean, I do my sh- I fucking smoke weed, I do shrooms and shit, but that's on me. I know what I can handle, bro. You know, and that's my thing. Know what you can handle. But then niggas come and want to jump on your wave and they can't handle that wave. Hydrogen. It is too much for them. I hope you you listening understands that he's not talking to me. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, I'm not talking <laughs> to Bobo. I'm talking to you guys out there right now. Did you ever come here and maybe you getting a tattoo? And oh so bro we so anybody who um is unfamiliar with Blaine and yeah maybe I've got a little bit of a contact time because this is a very un, unstructured way of introducing you <laughs> so halfway through the podcast oh, or whatever oh, we yeah. here chatting and Blaine is a tattoo artist yes, uh migration tattoos studio like very incredible shit I'm gonna uh in my in my in, my, in the bio of this podcast I'm gonna have all the handles that you can find on my social media 
But I will tell you right now that shit, his shit is fucking incredible. And we head into your Chris, your your December plans. So mm-hmm. I won't even lie, personally, this shit took me by surprise, bro. So you break down what your December plans are. Mm. So my December plan is to head to Cape Town for the beginning of December, um, from the end of November to the beginning of December. And that is basically just to put a footprint that side of South Africa and sort of it be the first stepping stones for me uh, doing my national sort of domination, you know. I get you, I get you. you so you're going to be expanding, expanding your operations, um, at least for like, what, what, what can you call it? It's like, it's like a pop-up, like a pop-up uh, a session, or maybe not a session, but a pop-up week, two weeks. Yeah, so, it's basically a pop up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. You get to so it's like what's his name? Like how how I envision it, bro. And maybe not envision it, but it's how I started making sense of it because I saw it at first and I was like, this is a fucking interesting thing, bro. Like how many businessmen tour? Like there's there's a lot of like obviously artists tour. Uh, I saw that podcast tour, which is kind of what this is even, but yeah. like on a very small scale. Yes, but podcasts go on tours and like there's there's people are expanding what a tour means like photographers go oh, photographers are generally on tour journalists are generally on tour but nice. different businessmen are now taking their business and making it um mobile and that's been something that you've been on for a while as a tattoo artist you started yeah. off in that in that sense not by choice though yeah like i, w- I wouldn't say fully by choice because the only reason I started mobile is because I didn't have a place to tattoo. A studio. A studio, yeah. a car, anything. So I would take fucking taxis and Ubers to people's houses, bro. But the thing that I'm hearing from that is, like we were even speaking about earlier, bro, uh, that's a determination to not he- like accept no or accept I can't. Yes. Like, a lot of people like even with me and podcasting bro there's a lot like i I was bringing down to you earlier there's a lot of shit that i could have waited for until i dropped episode one there's a lot of shit that i could have said i can't podcast because i don't have this can't podcast because i don't have that i can't podcast because i'm not looking at my podcast doesn't look like joe rogan my podcast doesn't look like joe Budden. yeah but true you don't let that shit stop you so you as you say you, you you kicked off podcasting by like be mobile getting into taxi however you had to get it done you got it done yeah yeah so yeah. you take that into now you got your own studio space um you got a regular clientele base you've developed um a business here in Joburg, and yeah. you're like okay what gets you to like yo i'm going to cape town um for me it's uh you look at your market bro you know for me as a businessman as an entrepreneur it's mostly about knowing your market and being able to know your market so well that you feel it bro like you can feel where certain things are moving where it would be best for you um based on also your experience in the industry so for me cape town is like well if you're looking globally, the two places that people really know in South Africa are Joburg and Cape, Cape Town. Cape Town, 100%. Done. You have to be there. 100%. Cape Town, in fact, 
Cape Town is like fucking Europe, bro. Cape Town to me, it's like, and you're not the first person to say that to me, bro. Like to explain Cape Town in that way, like Cape yeah. Town is like, like, like Europe, exactly like that. So when, so yeah, yeah, my bad. I interrupt you. No, 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 no. You were saying yeah. Yeah, Cape Town is like Europe, right? And um, that's where the money is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like people are going there to sort of fulfill a Western lifestyle, as well that's as so true. people from the first world coming there as sort of a place where you can ball. Like, yes, like people who are entry level millionaires in in like first world countries can yeah. come to Cape Town and lose it. Bro. Like, <laughs> like they, bro. And the thing is. It's so crazy to me how I won't even lie to you, bro. When I look at Cape Town, I see it as a quite an expensive place to be, bro. Oh, like yeah. I see it as like, oh, maybe yeah. I, let me not even sugarcoat it. That's exactly how I look at it. I, I remember the last time I was in Cape Town, which was 2016. I remember looking at property and rental prices and that kind of shit, and for what you'd be getting, and I was like, this is insanity, yes. bro. Yes. This is absolute crazy. And then yes. just being in Cape Town, I think I was in Cape Town that time for like three weeks, oh, and yes. the amount of money that is okay, fair enough. I'm on holiday, but just the regular costing of the and maybe to be fair, it was me and one of my niggas, a bunch of my niggas at first, but me and my nigger um, being the. The, the the economical let me rather say instead oh, yeah. of broke cheap niggas oh, yeah. <laughs> the economical niggas that we were the savvy niggas hey, savvy niggas you get me <laughs> we were like um, I think he just finished his, his studies and I took the scenic route so I had one more year so we we were in Cape Town and we were there for an extra we were up we were there from maybe late December until mid to 18th or so of Jan. Oh yeah. And I was just thinking to especially after the tourist kind of season died out. So maybe around the 9th of Jan, maybe even the 5th of Jan. Yeah. From then onwards, bro, the next two weeks, I just saw how different Cape Town is to Joburg, bro. Yeah. Like, even when people are still at, like, I remember being at like a bar at like 1 p.m., 2 p.m., and like all of a sudden the work crowd comes in on a Tuesday. Whoa! So what the fuck is going on here, bro? Oh, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got your girl in the country, <laughs> Oh fuck! And there's so many like foreign, foreign people all over Cape Town, bro. But yeah, like we were saying, so you go to Cape Town, you in your mind, it's a great way to, um, maybe even experiment with what would be considered an international, um, an international market. Like the closest thing without actually going international to that we have in SA to an international market. Yes. Plays into something that you were saying. Um, and you know, I've told you this many times, right? Sometimes I catch like a clip of like your stories and I, I cannot watch every single time. Like sometimes they won't even like you get me. I watch all 20, I watch all 30. Sometimes you got me. Sometimes nigga, I, you got me at two. <laughs> and it was one of those days where I think you were saying something and you said, I can't remember what what the topic was but you were talking about your brand your brand being international yes sir. so when i heard that and then earlier i'm thinking about you talking about describing papi chulo i'm thinking to myself is this guy a culture vulture 
There's this guy appropriating Latino culture. <laughs> oh. Is that a Jew thought? Nah, it is. Nah, it is kind of like, here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. It's definitely an appropriation. But the person that, like I say, bro, people give me these fucking... You know, people bless me with yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't give yourself a nickname, bro. <laughs> you can't give yourself a fucking nickname. First, that's the first rule of nicknames. Nigga, weak niggas out there. Guys, so I'm gonna say give you some advice right now. <coughs> you cannot nickname yourself. It has to be blessed. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna it say has to be blessed by someone else upon you. I'm gonna say out of the out of the out of the nicknames, I don't I don't even call them nicknames, but let me rather keep keep the name nicknames that I use at the beginning of the podcast. There are I'd say 50% no, so there's what five? Five or six. There are some that are given and there are some that are taken. You take you take that as as you will. And I will also tell you. Don't listen to Blaine, bro. This nigga can't tell you what to do, bro. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. You want to give yourself a nickname? <laughs> listen. Listen. Give us... Okay, actually, Bob was right. I'm glad, bro, because... You can give yourself at least one. <laughs> at least, like, just for yourself. But... Yeah. You can't, you can't have all your nicknames, like... Especially, like you said now, bro. Yeah. Am I appropriating Latino culture? Of yeah. course I am. If bro. you gave yourself but the name Papi Chulo, that would, that, would that, would that would be sick. That would be sick. That would be sick. That would be the sick part. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be the sick part of it all, bro. If I gave myself that name, I wouldn't feel okay. I would not feel okay. Bro. <laughs> I would lie to you, bro. I don't think I'd even look at you different, bro. I think it would fit the <laughs> it would fit the mold, bro. <laughs> God damn. No, nah. I look like Papi Chulo. <laughs> I look like Papi Chulo, man. But, but I, was, I lost I track like of something. Chulo, man. I was thinking, oh yeah, just on the on the IT, like when I was saying Blaine can't tell you what the fuck is this guy or whatever. Culture, vulture. This guy <laughs> just mentioned the word vulture. God damn. It's crazy, bro. Like, that's the thing. I was I, I was thinking even on that note. I was, like I always think to myself, like one of the big ones. Is that white people in dreads, bro? You think white people can't wear dreads? They can't wear dreads. I definitely. Or do they hair in dreads? Let me not say. You can't wear dreads. Here's my thing. Why can't we learn from each other? That's my thing as well. Why, like, can't we even take things from each other's cultures? Cultures, way of expression, like way of tapping into soul. Why can't we use that? Because everybody knows, bro. This in and I want to go in with this Latino culture thing, bro. Yeah, it's it's and I say appropriate because I feel kind of like that, bro. Like I am appropriating Latino culture in a way by calling myself Papi Chulo. But I admire it so much, bro. When I look at even like a a well put together thing, well, it is American narcos. Yeah, yeah. But it's so well put together and 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 shows off Latino culture so well, bro. That you like, damn, I feel like these guys, bro. Like, when yeah, I'm looking yeah. at Pablo on TV, I'm like, I feel like that, bro. And just the energy, bro. Yeah, yeah dog. I get you, I get you. You know what I'm it's saying? Very, so, yeah. I, like, as much as, yes, I'm black and colored, bro. But at the same time, I'm a global citizen, bro. Yeah. I'm a mold of the planet, bro. I can be whatever the fuck I want to be, really, bro. Bro, you know? we're, at, we're at a stage where, like, the world is so interconnected that it's impossible not to be, bro. Exactly. It's so impossible, like, it's so, I, I, I don't know when, sometimes it happens where, oh, bro, yesterday I was at 
I was at this place, um, the refillery, like to get some 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 nuts and shit. Pause. I don't know if I need. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this pause. Yeah. This guy paused himself. Pause on that pause. Just, yeah, pause. Like I was, I was out there getting <laughs> getting some seeds and nuts <laughs> and shit. Mostly nuts. <laughs> so, um, I'm talking to I'm talking to the chick behind the counter. Um, and as normal, like remember that time I was telling you when this nigga asked me if I'm Afrikaans. Just God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, yeah. but I was at the gym and this white guy asked me if I was Afrikaans after having a like, Wait, a full out conversation bro. with me. It was a white guy that asked you. It was a white guy. Didn't I tell you this? Okay, no, hold on. We'll break wait, down the story for wait, you guys. No, wait. <laughs> this changes the whole narrative, bro. Didn't I say he was wait, white, bro? bro? I forget his God name, bro. Damn. So I'm at the gym, bro. I'm at the gym. And I'm, I'm, I'm working out, you know, I'm doing my thing and not to say, not to, not to brag or anything, but I'm doing my thing. And after I move from deadlifting, this dude, this white dude comes up to me and he's like, yo, bro, how much you weigh, bro? And I tell him and he's like, Jesus, bro, you're a beast. I'm like, nah, you, you, you know, you know that fake humble shit. Like, nah, you, you, you a beast. You, yeah. you, 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 you're it, a beast. Yeah, nah, you killing it. You're bro. a beast as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing, bro. Like, what was I supposed to say, bro? Thanks, dog. I be doing my thing. Like, nah, come on, bro. Just so, do a nod. Just a firm nod. That's rude as shit, bro. <laughs> just a firm nod. But okay, it's not rude, but it's just also it's just like, like acknowledgement, like. Yeah, nah, I don't know. I'd feel weird. A... I'd feel weird. But anyway, so <laughs> I head into the bathroom and understand that the showers are off, bro. The showers are off. They've 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 cut the water doing maintenance or whatever at this gym. Mm-hmm. So, I have no reason to be shirtless, but I'm shirtless in the mirror, doubting myself. Of That's course. <laughs> what you are. It's just after the gym. Come on, man. You, you get are. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even I feel bad about that. Yourself. But now this nigga walks in, and it's just me and him in the bathroom. Um, and immediately, I'm like, yo, um, hey, man, I appreciated the compliment you gave me. Because I re- like, the rest of my workout, I was just thinking to myself, you really say thank you. Like what you, yeah, you get me. So I like I, I I was grateful for the opportunity to be like, yo, thanks, dog. I uh, you know, thank you. I appreciate that, bro. Especially like we were talking, and we'll get to like self consciousness or whatever in a second. Yeah. But so uh, we're not having a conversation, me and this nigga, bro. Uh, I think I'm talking. Uh, we're just talking about fitness and training and like how long he's been out for, how long I've been back in for, and this kind of shit and whatever. So we're having. I'm I'm trying to get across to you that. This was a conversation in which I said a lot of words. I said a lot of shit. He got to listen to my accent very well. He got to hear how I speak. He got to look me in the eye and just see my mannerisms and everything. It was like Afrikaans. <laughs> I asked to be Afrikaans. It was like, nah, man. This guy's an Afrikaans guy. This guy's definitely Afrikaans. This is a boot, man. This is a boot. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, bro. And the thing is, like I couldn't laugh how I wanted to laugh at the moment because like imagine bro oh fuck I forgot to say bro I completely forgot while we're having this really awesome conversation I was shirtless I had no reason to be shirtless I forgot about this fucking this this little bit and it goes into it goes into the topic of weird fucking gym interactions that I've had in this past year like the weirdest bro like I think people just don't know how to behave in gyms after COVID but I was shirtless right 
I, I I'll admit that that was my thing. I was in the shirt. I was in the shower. I was in the bathroom. Not about to take a shower. Not about to change. But I was shirtless. Fair enough. Oh yeah. This nigga walked in. He pretty much like I don't know if he did he have his did he have his vest on. Nah, I don't think he had his vest on. I can't remember. But all I do remember is that he took off his pants. He took off his shoes. He took off his socks. Took off his underwear, looked himself in the mirror while he's talking to me, and then put everything back on while we're talking. And at the moment, because he took out his bag. Wait, 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 wait. You get what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> bro, just, just, just imagine this shit, bro. <laughs> just imagine this shit, bro. You're talking to somebody, so as well. I'm looking, so the 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 mirror's behind me, so. The, the mirrors are behind me, the benches are to my left. The lockers are to my right. He's in front of me. So the mirror behind me, bench to my left, lockers to my right. We're sharing a bench. Yeah. He's in front of me. So his so he has to look past me into the mirror. So I'm looking at him. And this starts happening. So as I realize that he's taking his jocks off. Just so that it's it's not weird. Like I'm not just looking at him while he and also to give him the space to look at himself. Just like I was looking at myself. Just like we all look at ourselves in the mirror after you have your pump, whatever. Doing this. And this is just the most bizarre thing in the world, bruh. But after you got dressed, that's when we carried on talking and the Afrikaans shit came out. But that's just one weird interaction that, that I've had in gym, is so fucking weird we got there because Afrikaans my accent what were we saying that, that that shit is crazy because it shows like I've always had this thing I used to think this shit when I was like in grade 8 bro yeah uh, that if we could all learn each other's languages yeah and accents yeah there wouldn't be racism break that down a bit more if if we could If we could all communicate, like, I feel like communication is such a big part of relationship building. Yeah. And relationship building, you know, relationships have love in them. You know, there's some type of utility to draw from forming a good relationship with someone. Yeah. And like I'm saying, relationship building fundamentally relies on communication. So already I noticed when two people cannot hear each other speak. It's frustrating. Already it's frustrating. It's like this person's gonna irritate me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even wanna fucking be around him right now. Whereas like and that's how you also see some people code switch, what they call it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people code switch depending on the area they're in, they'll speak more like this or more like that. And for me, that's actually like that's a dope way of operating because it's like then people get to hear you more like almost you 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 can communicate your point it's not it's not how you're saying it that's more important to you it's that they the message is communicated the message is communicated get you get you yeah so i've always felt that once two people because like i look at how (laughs) (laughs) now go ahead (laughs) Oh damn! You look at how when like 
a white person speaks like an an a South African language. Yeah. Then black people will be like, "Yo, that's my nigga." That's my nigga. Yeah. That's my nigga right there. That's my yeah yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that also goes for black people that maybe not speak uh, your European language or whatever. Or even can. That's even more impressive. Yeah. You know, can speak your French or your Spanish or your Portuguese. That's even impressive. It's more impressive. I, I, I'd say French is like, especially amongst black people, uh, more common because True. of how many African countries, French oh, is like one of the, yeah. But anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is when people understand each other, like when people can communicate better, they can understand each other more. Therefore, they have more empathy for each other. Therefore, things like the color of your skin falls Become, away like at yeah. the gym. Yeah, when someone yeah. is like, are you Afrikaans? Because you're black peeled away. You're black oh, peeled away. Oh, yeah. When you communicated oh, yeah. with him, it touched him like in the right spot. And was like, there's no way this is a black guy. Yeah, that's there's crazy. There's no way this is a black guy. I refuse. That's crazy when you <laughs> say it like that, bro. Yo, ah, nah, nah, nah. Play, play, play. Yo, yo, yo. If this is if this was a UK drill track, I'm gonna wheel that back. Bro. I might just I might just double that up for 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 effect, bro. Jesus, okay. My black peeled away. That's how you was able to see me as a recurrence, bro. That's the only thing that makes sense, though, bro. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know, bruh. <laughs> Maybe the nigga was colorblind, bruh. I'm black <laughs> as shit, bruh. <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying, bruh. And it's actually like, like, you, I, I, I agree with you, but I want to give some pushback just for, you know me, bruh. I'm a, yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a contrarian. Yes. Some people might say, especially with code switching, that for you to code switch, you have to move. It's almost, it's almost a compromise. A compromise of yourself to make someone else comfortable and it all it diminishes the, the 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 ability of those who can't code switch or maybe not diminishes but invalidates the communication skills of those who can't code switch and maybe invalidates what they say like imagine me and you like like and i'm going to put it into a, a way that most of us can understand me and Blaine are homies. We come from the same hood. We end up going to uh, upper class school together. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, am able to code switch. Maybe I grew up with DSTV or whatever. Um, I've be, I grew up with the internet. I've been watching all this kind of different shit. Blaine only know learned how to speak from the community and from home. So, and from the school, maybe we went to private school. So I'm setting the, the, the tone for what at high school now. We head into high school. We get there and immediately uh, we meet like a few new kids. People who have been in this community, in this area, they speak in a Model C accent. Me and you speak in a, on a hood accent. I don't want to say like, uh, like, Totita. We, yeah. we speak like Totita. Yeah. So we get there, we can speak English, but when we speak together, we're speaking Totita. Yeah. We get there and your accent is way more heavily influenced by where we come from. And I'm able to code switch. By me code switching, I almost, and then let's say we, uh, immediately when we start speaking to them, I code switch. So now they are able to speak to me, get an understanding of where I am, and it's easier for them. 
to communicate with me. Yes. Then you speak and it's way more difficult for them to communicate or understand what you're saying and for you to understand them. And just like you just said, it makes it less, like they've got an option here. You've got me who is very easy to, it's just like jobs even, bro. Two people go into an interview um, and one dude, they both have the exact same marks, same uh, qualifications, achievements, all of that shit. You get to the interview, one speaks, like you, like in this scenario with the total uh, accent, and I speak in a Model C accent. Yeah. And there's a Model C or a corporate company. Yeah. For some reason, we think, and this may not be true anymore. I don't, I don't know how true that is, but we think that the person who speaks like me is likely to get the job because it makes it easier for me to communicate with everybody else in the company and potential clients. Yes. But like I said, that may not be true anymore. I don't know. I think it will always be true. Here's why. Because anything that can be made easier for human beings is more attractive. Anything that looks more or feels more effortless is more desired. So if I can communicate effortlessly with you versus a guy from Limpopo. I just want to say on my side, ain't no shots to the Bobo on my side. No, 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 but Bobo gents. No, 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 keep saying the Bobo gents. No, their their accents are are their English accents are are, are a bit, you know, textured. They textured, and I mean, I don't have a problem with them, you know. Guys, speak your accent, but it's a bit tough for a Model C interviewer, HR person, yeah, to hear you over me with the Model C accent. You know? Yeah, 100%. Especially I'm, when you code switch and you switch it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gone. Especially because I have the skill set and this is like equal to equal. Even if that guy, yes, yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, has his masters and I have my honors, bro. I'll still get the job, bro. Yeah. I'll still get the job, bro. It's like, like that, bro. There's a lot of people who are in situations like that, bro. I know people who have not only like the, the, the academic record to, but it's also... That like playing nice kind of thing, bro. Like I'll, I'll I'll give you an example. I know somebody who has a strong academic record, um, a very very capable CV, or their their CV speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. In terms of projects they've worked on, in terms of companies they've worked in, in terms of protocols they're familiar with, in terms of um, systems that they are knowledgeable on, oh, they yeah. are very into in terms of courses that they've done. Ex- extra extracurricular courses of the in terms of their career they are are, 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 are their cv is stacked mm-hmm. but everywhere they've gone they've been perceived as difficult to communicate with or difficult to like they can do their job but due to maybe cultural differences between how they see their role in companies. Yeah. And I'm trying to keep it as vague as possible just oh, for yeah. the protection of this person. Uh, but the way they view their role in, in, in the organization, the way they perceived, and also, uh, I'll give you this, they're also a female. So they believe that, as we all, I hope, believe, that they shouldn't have to behave in a more palatable way for their male colleagues, for their male superiors, that kind of thing. Or even for their female superiors or female colleagues who be, who on their side 
in another way, like coach, uh, code, switch. code switch, where they behave in a way that females are expected to behave in. And I'm not saying this is the right way, but how females have been expected to behave more placid, more agreeable. And this woman is just not like that. And she, nor should she be because more often than not, she's the most capable person in the room. And then the way she behaves, the way she expresses that may be a bit, but let me rather switch it this way because I'm seeing that the picture is almost painted like she refuses to compromise. But let me put it to you this way, Blaine, you're in a company, you keep everything you try and do, everything you, everywhere you go, people tend to undermine the experience and the ability that you have. Yeah. Are you eventually not gonna not fuck with that and just like yo I'm not asking I'm telling what you know like all yeah. of a sudden the energy starts switching up you're no longer Mr. Nice Guy you're now asserting yourself and then eventually you become per- that person like Kanye oh fuck rounded back to this nigga because I wanted to speak to you about that fucking interview yo did you listen to that interview yo that was like dope bruh I like that interview uh, bruh jeez okay I don't know where I want to start, bro. It's up now. It's up now. It's up bro. now. If I'm crazy, that's and it's my up. family. Hulu, <laughs> Disney. Why would that's you... my family? Is the Kardashians Hulu. on on uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Is it on Hulu now? E. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. But whoa, 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 whoa. It's even on Netflix though. You you say it. You said it. I just want to establish one thing. You said it like you ain't never been interested in watching and keeping up with the Kardashians. You no, said, like, I no no no. No, nah, no, nah, nah, just like Kanye. Yeah, no. Nah, I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Nah, I've I've watched it before, but it's not something I'd watch willingly now. What do you mean willing? Like, Were you entertained by it? I was. Oh, so. I feel like it's very entertaining. That's, it is, right? That's my problem with it, bro. Yes. Like, okay, I get you. It's like, it's so well done that even though you don't fuck with it, if you sit down and, and you, give it like 10 minutes, you're in, time. in it. And you're in the story, right? Yeah. You know what used to get me, bro? Like on the weekends, like, so let's say I'd, I'd, I'd finish a rugby game, bro. And this is, this is how a lot of shit, and I don't know why programming is designed like this, but it got me on a lot of shows, bro. Like yeah. Gossip Girl got me like this, um, but Kardashians got me like this. I would be fully like exhausted after a rugby game, whatever. Yeah. So I'd be home and I'd be on the couch watching football, watching whatever. And if I was scrolling through and I couldn't find anything, and I ended up on E Entertainment, and what even like sometimes I would go there because I knew the very least. There'll be some bullshit. I, in my mind, I'm thinking some bullshit that I can watch and it'll just be there. Yeah. And as you say, 10 minutes go past, you're inside the story now. Scott Disk is doing some things. Yo, this person you're angry at him. Now, like, nah, 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 yo, nah, nah. They're dick, treating bro. Scott unfairly. Then yeah. Scott goes on a bender and you're like, yo, but this I, guy. Wait, but Kim this doesn't guy. know that he's on a bender. What's Chris gonna do? You're inside yo. now. And then, what does it show you? Episode keeping up, keeping up, keeping up, keep for the next ten hour, ten episodes, yeah. and you ain't got no nothing to do. Ah, but that's how it got me, bro. E knew the value of that show, bro. Do you understand that E, like most eighty percent of their content was that, bro? 
And that other nigga, what's his name? Uh, I'm always very fascinated by this guy, bro. Like, I actually need to figure out a little bit more about his rise to to, to power, bro. That that reporter guy who ended up like just dominating E, and he ended up like he's now fuck. What's his name, bro? I'm not gonna remember his name. Uh, reporter guy. Like maybe not reporter, but like journalist, host of shows. White guy. You white guy. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, you know, like the they're now gonna tell me Sandy Blonde or you know, and yeah. they start breaking it down like that. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. There we go. <laughs> ah, you knew. Can <laughs> you a model? <laughs> She got pink hair. You know, describe it to the team. He's like, uh, something like Doja Cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, nigga, you know, you know, good yeah. and devil who we talked about. <laughs> nah, but I had to think about the Ryan Seacrest, bro. Yeah, I saw the face bro. immediately when you said that. I knew, like, yeah, I had the this. face in my mind. Him and his wife, or whatever she was to him at the time. Who? There was this other lady. I think you're talking about what's her name, bro? The one who also had a show. She had her and her husband. Skin. Yes, like olive skin, very yeah, skinny. Yeah, She was on what's his name? Uh, no, okay, no, I'm not doing what he was doing because I used to fuck with this girl. I had a, I had a crush on her like while I was a kid, and everyone used to have me, bro, because <coughs> she was extremely skinny. Yeah. And you know how niggas are, bro. Niggas don't want you to have your own fucking tastes, bro. Everyone gotta like the same people, the same girls. I don't know what attracted me. <coughs> Jesus. It might be your your drugs, bro. Oh God! Ah, <coughs> uh, sorry guys, I'm. I might have to cut that out, <laughs> or I might just leave it in, just because it 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 shows what happens when people um, put their drugs in your vicinity. <laughs> but yeah, I was saying, fuck, I can't remember her name. It was something Georgina or Ju- Juliana. Juliano? Juliana. Juliana. I think it's Juliana. Who's Juliana? Juliana, man. That girl, the skinny, the skinny girl that we're talking about. The, she had a she had a husband and they had a show. Is her husband on. Ryan Seacrest? No. They, I'm talking about Ryan Seacrest's wife, bro. I no, that uh, there I think you're lost. I think you're lost. Nah. But fam. we've spent way too much time on nah, this. Fam. Ryan Seacrest. Had a wife, bro. I'm telling she was on E. Where's my phone? Let's Google this shit. I've got it, yeah. Okay, so I'll tell you now. You give me water, please. Thank you. Yes. So <laughs> you would take. Um, I'm gonna Google it now. The, the, just give me a second. But we were actually talking about fucking Kanye West, which just shows you the power of the entertainment. Yes, fucking entertainment. Kanye West, boy. Kanye uh, West. He's doing what was your favorite part of the interview? Uh, like okay wait let me let me say this the, what was your what was the funny or one of the funniest things that happened in the interview for you I'm gonna ask you that my I'll start, I'll kick it off with mine mine was probably there was a few there was a few but one of the funniest ones was when he was like um, when he was talking about how Drake was going for his head on sickle mode and like talking about shooting him and sickle mode him. at the kids party yeah <laughs> yeah 
And they yeah. wonder how a nigga end up in the hospital. Yeah, so that's why I was like, yo, bro, like, this I get... This threatening my life on Bruh, the bruh. <laughs> so, I won't lie to you, bro. Like, there are moments where... I've told you this, bro. I'm very sensitive, bro. So, when niggas, when niggas say... Like, especially in the wrong, wrong framing, people can say something, and I'll go back and think about that shit for a long time, bro. Like... And it will either, you know what I mean? Like, it will just sit with me in, in, in different ways and it will get warped in my mind and it will just keep playing back and keep playing back or whatever. And I'll, and I'll, mul- and I'll like, it's a sickness. I know, I obsess over some shit. But I was thinking to myself, imagine if that happened, bruh. The world's biggest artist made a song in which he threatened your life or like, even though you know he's not going to do anything or whatever, but like, like Dog, got the lights, Bruh, <laughs> It's on site, but and what niggas think is sweet, it's on site. Some that's where he says the line, isn't it? Some, I, don't I don't know. know. But regardless, says that shit. Comes out, Kanye is touched. Imagine you go to your kid's birthday party. Sickle mode comes on. You gonna wild out? No, cause you know, just like I do in my own small version of this, that it's more you. He's a rapper. Yeah, professional the rapper. rapper. <laughs> I love how he says, the rapper. Nigga, <laughs> it's just a way of calling me a nigga. <laughs> Sometimes I feel as though that guy's overly paranoid. Like, yes, there are very relevant things that he says, but other times it's like, like when they s- said Kanye the hip hop artist when he read that somewhere. I feel like it's whatever, bro. If they fucking put that on the screen and hip hop artists, it's like, I, like, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But he like took it like very personal. I think he should though, bro. Because you know what I think so, bro. I think what he's saying is so true because, like, most other billionaires, most other businessmen. They don't get described in the way that he gets described, bro. The rapper. The rap. Like, the rapper. Bruh, it is, to me even, bro. like, like, it's so insane when he says it and you see that he made a billion dollars on clothing and fashion and design. And you want to call him a rapper. And then you want to shit on his music yeah. <laughs> when you call him a rapper. Facts. That time, like, it's just... I get it, bro. And also, like, I don't know, I don't know if I, ha- I still haven't done this, and I wanted, to, I still want to do this, but I want to go back to previous interviews that he's done because I feel like he's been giving us the same message. He's just done it in different ways at, at different times. Like when he was on Sway, you ain't got the answers, Sway. You ain't got the answers, man. What was he talking about? He was talking about the fact that Sway, or Sway was telling him that if you want to make clothing. And you want to make it like the way you want to do it or whatever. Why don't you just do it yourself? And Kanye, without being able to explain. Because his brain, what he's doing, what he was trying to achieve is what he's just achieved. With the partnership. With you the ain't got the answers, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is your clothing line? We don't know. That was my favorite line of that interview, bro. We don't know. It's so. It was such a disrespectful line, We don't bro. know. Such a difficult <laughs> line, bro. Like, this guy's trying to have a conversation with you about your hopes and dreams. And he's trying to give you advice. And he's like, what's the label your label's nah, way? Nah, we don't nah. know. Nah, you put him in check, though, also. 
But that's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. But I think the way, like we were saying earlier, with code switching, Kanye maybe just doesn't know how to. How to? He just can't do it. And he he said it himself. He was like, "Yo, they had, they had, they had me. I was working with Louis, and Virgil was there with me. Yeah. And they took Virgil because shit broke down in in negotiations with me and and Louis. So they ended up taking Virgil." And Virgil's telling him in the in the background, him and the, him and Virgil are talking, and he tells him like, "Yo, of course they're never gonna let you in the rooms the way you behave, the way you act, the way you." And it's just like, I, I can understand the company's trepidation on letting somebody in like that, but at the same time, look at what he's able to do, like. It's a, it's, it's almost like a balancing scale. It's like, are you willing to take the chance on the person who's better and who's more equipped, or are you? It, where does your fear actually lie? Does your fear lie in the fact that he's not going to be able to deliver, because he's never not been, he's never not delivered. Everything that he's done, except for, I mean, what's his name? Let's not say everything because we don't know about the failures. We only know about the successes. But. I don't know, bro. I just feel like when I, when I look back at this nigga's journey, I was just listening to all three of the the beginning albums: uh, College Dropout, Late Registration, and uh, Graduation again. And I just listen, just think to yourself, bro. Like from where this guy came from to where he is now, and how he had to fight through all of it, bro. Like even when we thought all the fighting was done, bro. When he released My Beautiful Dark Fantasy, he proven to us that he is a fucking musical genius. He released the Yeezy, the what's his name, the Red Octobers, and his line with Adidas and oh not Adidas with Nike, and he just proven like yo, I am the shit at designing yes. as well. Yes. And yes. they still nyatting him, yo, bro. That seems like that rapper shit to me, bro. It seems like it. I mean, maybe, yeah. But like, also, like Sway said, empower yourself. Um, yay, you know. Empower you think you yourself. You would have gone to a billion if he done it himself. I mean, what he's doing right now is kind of empowering himself, bro. Partnering with brands and stuff, bro. Like, I feel like that's all part of the journey of empowering yourself. I feel like Kanye felt attacked that day, but Sway, like, men good, bro. If you listen to what Sway is saying, bro, like sometimes I feel like Kanye is just so like, fuck what I'm doing, this motherfucker won't be able to understand. I don't What's even wrong? wanna explain it. Like, what? fuck this. That's, that's the thing. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but how would, I'm just, okay, maybe we, we wouldn't be able to react in that way. And I don't think so because you've done this. Have I done this? You've done this. <laughs> Fucking ask me like that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit where you rage, you rage about a concept, an idea that you're maybe not even rage, but you're impassioned about what you're saying, and you see how your what you're saying is being perceived, what you're doing is being perceived, and you yeah. get angered by that, and you express yourself through the frustration, and then you'll come back in the next story, and you'll say, you know what, my bad guys, I'm sorry, so, I don't want whatever. Fuck. Now imagine, imagine you were doing that, but every time, every time you were taking off, um, off, 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 not off, off target, but like every time something of yours was taken, um, 
out of context that's what yeah yeah or maybe people uh re re rephrased what you were saying in a way that missed the context completely yes and that happens on on a regular and people make yes. you out to seem crazy consistently like just constantly trying to make you seem crazy and then you go on a reg- let's say this podcast you come into this podcast with me and i'm like nah but blaine but you wild dog yeah are you not gonna be like dog you too dog you of all people i got i can't i can't have you not let me explain properly bro you can't also be telling me i'm wild dog like everyone's telling me I'm wilding on Cotton Kanye's scenario. Everyone's telling him to do it on his own or he doesn't need these companies. And he's trying to explain to them that these companies have mad reach, have mad they won't let you in. You won't even you telling me get the materials from from who, nigga? Yeah. When they see how good I am and they know what I can do to their bottom line. Their suppliers who they buying millions of product worth, billions of product worth. Yeah. Hey, this nigga's about to come in and try and buy 100,000 worth. Don't sell it to him. Yeah. We'll give you the money he would give you just to not sell it to him. Shit. Imagine, bro. That what that could be what's happening or what could have been happening at the time. And I'm telling you, hey man, I got my own clothing store. <laughs> I make these hats myself. Fuck. <laughs> like it's what is your clothing? <laughs> we don't even know. I can't remember. I can't remember who said it, bro. I think it was a fucking. I can't remember what comedian. But they're like, Sway's been wearing the same hat since 1982. Yo. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> oh shit. Shit. But yeah, bro. I was saying my funniest part of that interview. On my side was Only the, Sway Sway's the only person in the world that wears that hat Nah, I was watching What's his name? Nah, you're right You're right Yeah You're right <laughs> It's a different hat It's a different hat Sway's the only person in the world with that but hat that, But that hat used to be hip-hop Like Like those 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 rapidy rap niggas Like well, no, Let me not say rapidy rap Let me say those Like deep rap like Talib Kweli, yo, he went in on Talib, bruh. Talib. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't yo. fuck with the way you rap. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Kanye was reckless, yo. No, but I loved it, bruh. I'm not gonna lie to you, I loved it. I was there for it, like I was there for it completely. I was also there for him clapping back at John J- 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 Legend and Big Sean. Yo. I was there for it. What did you think about that? I mean. Yo, that like, honestly, I don't know how to feel about that, bro. Like, if my homie was calling me out on a public platform, he knew I was gonna get hell of views, and started saying shit like, um, on my tombstone. Yeah. So, but wait, but that's not where it starts. It starts with Big Sean and John Legend vilifying him for supporting Donald Trump. So let's put it in this way. These, these national elections, or not national, municipal elections that just happened. You go and you vote for ANC, right? I vote for DA. You go out of your way, without speaking to me, tell everybody why well, I'm full of shit for voting for the DA and I'm a sellout and I'm a bitch and Damn. all this type of shit. And let it not be known, 
Or let it not be forgotten. I'm not saying that this, if someone does this for you, you gotta forever like suck their dick or whatever. Yeah. But if someone really, when nobody else gives you a shot, they give you a shot and you're able to change your family's lives forever, bruh. People in your family can go to university. You, Big Sean's even said it, bruh. Nobody in my family don't gotta worry about university anymore. Don't gotta worry about tuition. Because I got it for everybody. I'm not saying he, he didn't build that on himself. Kanye gave him a chance. Kanye allowed him to express his. I don't know how the studio sessions go and whatever, but nonetheless, you got given a chance, and you're not even gonna hear this man out on his political opinions before you go out and vilify him to the world. So I think Kanye is returning a favor. If you can go out to vilify me to the world without speaking to me, I'm gonna do the same to you. Absolutely fair, Labour. Would I have done the same? I hope not because I'm trying not to be a vindictive person but you know it as well as I do sometimes that part of you comes out and it is what it is I don't like that part of me yo. but it's there it exists yeah I feel like Kanye just lets himself lose but like he said if I'm crazy and it's up I can do what I want. That's what I heard yeah. from the interview, bro. Even when he was like, "Hey, yo, dog, can you roll this for me? I don't smoke like that. Can you? Oh no, can you light this for me?" In my mind, I was just like, "Nigga, I got name Billy, dog. Yeah, I, I'm wearing gloves indoor. Like, nigga, I'm wearing shades, gloves, dark like, shades indoor. Dog, I'm dropping names everywhere, like." I won't, there was some of it that seemed like uh, uh, sh- shameless name drops. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, bro. You know what? You know what it is about that interview that I think, out of everything, I really enjoy the most is that it was almost like Kanye was basically showing us, like, hey man, like, hate it or love it. If it's up, it's up. It's here. If it's up, it's stuck. I'm here, I do what I want, I live how I want, I walk around, my hope, my bag is my, is my home, I go around, I get underwear from here and here, I do this and this, I just do what I want. And I got there by saying, fuck you, I'll do it my way. You can call me crazy. You think he slept at the embassy, bro? The embassy? Yeah. Drake's embassy? Yeah. He slept? Yeah, because... Obviously, he announced that he's this like nomad now. Yeah. Doesn't need a place to live. So when he went, when him and Drake were kicking it recently. Yeah. I only saw a small clip. He break that down. Embassy. So he was at Drake's Drake's home. Yeah. And Drake had like a bunch of performers there and shit. Well, they had Dave Chappelle comedian and then bunch of performers. Yeah. Comedian. Yeah, doing comedy. Jesus. (laughs) Isn't. That what it is to commit? Isn't that a word? <laughs> it is now, dog. So it's anyway, th- yeah, it is now. It is now. So Dave Chappelle is comedian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. what? No, no, it's a word now. Yeah. I'm never using anything else to He's describe comedian. the verb form of comedy. Yeah, it's comedian. Got you. We need to confirm that this is a word, though. No, no, no. It, it is, is now, word. dog. If it's said in three different forms of media, then it's a word. We're going to afford or five. I can't remember how many. But this is one. Audio podcast. We're going to get the rest of them down. 
comedian. I'm with you. Comedian. Dave Chappelle is comedian at the embassy. Comed. If you're a comedian, don't you comed? <laughs> yes, you do. Do you? You, you do. do. I'm telling you, you do. Definitely do. do. <laughs> that is a legit word. Understand. Yeah. Understand, motherfucker. 1000%. Dave Chappelle is comedian. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah. So um, bunch Kanye, of other artists. Kanye was there. And a bunch of other people were there. Obviously, don't know too much about that. I'm not involved in that shit, and I don't watch too much on it. But I also saw some clips. Um, and what I basically got from it was, where did he sleep? That night? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I was asking myself. Like, did he sleep at the embassy? You, I think he must have. If uh, or yeah. or wait a second, wait a second. We're also forgetting who the fuck we're talking to. We're also forgetting that this nigga got nine billion. Just because he's no, in. No, but here's the thing, bro. He's been saying that like. Wherever he goes, people offer him place to stay. Yeah. That's the genius of him and who he is, what he's manifested. Yeah. And like, if I'm thinking about it, Drake probably, that fucking place is so big, he was probably like, yeah. You can have that whole wing. That whole f- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeezy's waking up in the embassy. You think, whoa, whoa, whoa. But the way you're saying it and the way Yeezy probably sees it is two different things. Yeah. Like, Woods is looking at it like, holy shit, a whole wing in the embassy. Yeezy's like, uh, probably like seem better being in palaces and shit like right, I'll have this way probably looking at the biggest bedroom we've ever seen in our lives like god damn it nigga like, like you couldn't have gotten better like what kind yeah. of what kind of bullshit is this is this how niggas who don't have a billy live yeah. you're the broke <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck bro <laughs> That shit always makes me laugh, bro. Like, I had this mentor um, who, I don't know if I've ever told you, but I had this mentor who was the CEO of a huge company. Um, and in the mentorship kind of um, development, developing stages, there was a bit asked of me uh, that I just, like, it's like compromises of my character that I just wouldn't wouldn't accept and eventually I kind of broke off the mentorship and this nigga came through to the crib and I remember him trying his best to not like jump beats that he's uncomfortable in our small ass crib (laughs) but you could see it right like everything like the things he would ask like like he was like detached like from life like he would be like uh, one of the one of the one of the things I remember was I was about to have lunch, so I was like, yo, um, can I like make you what I'm what I'm eating? Like you're here it's around lunchtime, I'm not sure if you eat it. He's like, no, I haven't. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's let's grab some eat, some chop. So I'll, I'll hook us up with like some leftovers and I hope kids played up. And I even try my best to like make it like like, like very presentable. Like you know when you dish up for yourself, it's like whatever bro, like yeah. it's just me, dog, like yeah. fuck. So the shop really presentable on a Traven, you know, and I hook him up. And the first thing he does, like he takes it very grateful, thank you. Pushes away the cabbage, like to the side. So I'm like, oh sorry, are you allergic or you don't need cabbage? He's like, no, I just um, like I promised myself, like after I made a certain amount of money, that I'll never eat cabbage again. Like I, I make I, I I've done too well to eat cabbage. Whoa. And I was like 
<laughs> in my mind, because you know me, I, I can hear shit like that and not take it personally. Like, it's something like that. But I just thought to myself, I mean, I get it. That's fair. That's fair enough. But I also thought to myself, God damn it, bro. Is this how it it, it, it feels to when you hit a, a different tax bracket? Like, you look back on certain things. Because there's certain things that I grew up with that I also am like, nah. Nope. I'm not for it. Hell no. But I don't think I'd be as, like... But I guess it's, it's even better that he kept the same energy. Yeah. As opposed to eating the cabbage and being like, man, fuck this cabbage. Yeah. Fuck Bobo too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, weird, bro. Weird. But cabbage... Ah, oh, come on, bro. It's something you eat, bro. I mean, it's nutritional, bro. I fuck, I keep saying... I keep wanting to say this. My favorite part of the fucking interview... The Kanye interview, the latest one, was when um, he, Drake was saying he was talking about Drake dissing him on the track, and he put everyone in the group chat. Oh yeah. Him, Cuddy, Kim, Jay Z, everybody puts them on the on the Travis group chat. Scott. Travis Scott, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Why did he call it Why Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian, Kardashian bro? Bro. <laughs> hey, Kanye, bro. It's I like he's him, trying bro. to show. I love like, him though. I love him though. He's, like, no, he lo- he's name dropping like <laughs> hard. He's like, there's His a wife. sticker. Kim Kardashian. His wife. That's who we talking about. <laughs> Jay-Z, Travis Scott, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Yo, I told him I'm richer than all of you. <laughs> oh oh my check. gosh. Bruh, when I heard that. Oh no. Oh <laughs> yes. no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I died, <laughs> bruh. I died, bruh. How crazy is his comedic timing? You're like his, t- bruh. He says that and 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 he waits for Nori to say like, "Yo, that's a bar." And he's like, "Oh nah." But when I say shit like that, oh he's having an episode. Yeah. Oh he's crazy. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, he's having an episode. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, but that sounded like the dopest thing to solve before a track. Yo. Bruh, I... Oh, my God. I'm yeah. cutting this out of the podcast. You guys aren't <laughs> getting that idea. That is a... Bruh, imagine you you solve oh, no. just that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Woo! <laughs> uh, that could be a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, guys. Last thing I wanted to uh, talk to you about. Last thing. Is to make sure. So, when you... When you... When, when, when you're kicking off... This, 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 this Cape Town tour, like the exact date. Mm. All the information's on social media, but just for the listeners. The exact date that I'll be kicking off this Cape Town tour is the 28th of November to the 4th of December. Okay, so it's a week. He's gonna be out in Cape Town. This this nigga's gonna be out in Cape Town. Tattooing motherfuckers. Yes. You niggas have time to walk. Today is the what? This will come out on the 19th, so y'all are hearing this on the 19th, which means you have nine days to get your bookings in. You're running that competition too on Instagram. Yes. Break it down a bit as well. So you go to my Instagram, you go to my latest IGTV video. At Blaine the Artist. At Blaine the Artist. You watch that shit. You sit down and you watch that shit and then you listen to the instructions. It's very simple. You share. Actually, just go and watch the video. Go watch, watch the, the video. video I'm gonna post it again watch tomorrow when this comes out. 
you'll have all the details you get an algorithm there just you, you gotta join in like it's a whole ass movement like you have to understand that organically that post moved to almost like 16k views now jesus bro yeah organic are you sure to listen no no oh yeah oh god damn it dog you're doing your thing then yeah bro pure energy and product bro execution you know consistency it's crazy bro like when i look at it i'm like okay this is the start of something much bigger but the way it's moving you know to see traction bro it gets you so excited as an entrepreneur you're like whoa yeah Bro, do you know how much you have to pay to get as many views as that video gets, bro? Like, or that video has. You have to pay, like, bro, I probably have to pay, like, what, like, 500. 500, 600,000, 2,000 rand. Because also, they quote you in dollars. It would be a hell of a lot of money, bro. Mm. Jesus, bro. Because that's I didn't the, expect that number to go as high. Yeah, I also didn't expect that, bro. And it happened in, in, in fewer time than the previous one. The previous one didn't even hit... In 10 days, the previous one didn't even hit 10K. This one hit 10K on the seventh day, bro. You think timing of the year? Um, timing of the year, energy. Me and my one friend, he's a tattoo artist, Cat. Cat the Ink. He was busy saying that it's... He feels like it's also, and I hope he doesn't mind me, Shane, but he says it feels like it's also a lot to do with the mood you're in, you know, and... The energy you're in, yeah. The energy you're in, bruh. That is what comes out. And, yeah, bro, because, like, we were also discussing, like, the, the, the sort of downswings in your business cycle and stuff and mm-hmm. when it's not so good and sometimes that's also when you don't feel good when you don't feel like working you don't feel like pushing marketing material people aren't seeing your stuff right now people are getting bombarded with my shit yeah and that's why i'm on now bro even if i don't want to be on i'm on bro yeah 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 i can't slack bro it's on like that's how on it is. It's up. <laughs> it's up. It's up, nigga. It's say up. it, dog. You want me to say it. All you think away from it, bro. It's, it's up. It's up, dog. That's yeah. beautiful, though. But at the same time, it's like you're saying, bro. Like, there are times where you see your business in the dance swing. You see your mood in the dance swing. You see things all coming down. But at the same time, at those times, because who knows when these times are. To us, as the viewers of your content, it don't see. we don't see a down swing. Maybe every now and then, if you're really observant, yeah. you can see today maybe Blaine's in a mood. But yeah. Blaine is still there. Blaine is still posting. And you see, oh, yeah. even those times, your energy might be low at the beginning of you posting. By the second story, it's up. It's going up yeah. again. Then you do some silly shit like fucking uh, making love to a watermelon and... God <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I play black, I play those good. I have to make an OnlyFans for that shit specifically. I'm not even lying to you guys. This guy made love to a watermelon online. Yes. And people went fucking crazy, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, at those moments, you just think to yourself, bro. Like, goddamn. Like, these handsome niggas can do what the fuck they want, bro. Let, let, let a nigga who people think, let, let me, let me, I, I wouldn't call myself ugly. I wouldn't call myself ugly. But... Let a nigga who maybe looks like me 
make love to a watermelon online. God damn it, they take my whole profile down. Nah, you're <laughs> They take my whole profile down. I realize we flesh, bro. It is in demand, bro. Different kinds of flesh, bro. If you're able to showcase flesh. So you don't believe that there's anything like, what's what's the thing called? Pretty privilege. There we go, there we go. No. There is pretty privilege to a certain extent, but here's the thing. Anyone can make themselves beautiful, bro. Are you talking? So wait, let me let you break down what you mean. So like, here's the thing. Like we're all fucking. I I believe we all like. If you catch us in that sudden state, you'll be like, yo, but this nigga is actually ugly. Oh goddamn. <laughs> but this this girl is actually ugly. Shit. But it's like all of us can be ugly. Yeah, one thousand percent. I catch myself and sometimes in the mirror. Yeah, some some yeah. angles. You're like, goddamn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, oh, you lady, I'm like, no, I, 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 oh, no. <laughs> sometimes I catch the right, like, do you, do you, do you know which side of yours is the better side? Yeah. And does it have anything to do with your tattoos? It's this side. I like, this side is my better side with my dagger and my, and the heart. Is that the reason? No. It's just like the shape of my face on this side is like more. It's better. It's better. Le- yeah, it's yeah. better. Yeah. 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 My my left. Wait, that's your right side. This is my left side. This is my right side. Yeah, my right, right side, side is the wax side. Yo, my right side is my best side. Yo, my, my right, right side is the white side. Shit. And the worst part about it is my right side is also the side that's like a bit patchy on my beard. Hey. <laughs> so this side is just like Kane. Like remember Kane the wrestler? Yes. Yeah. So this is like this is like like the decent side, and this is Kane, bro. But anyway, we were talking about pre- pretty privilege and how everyone can make themselves pretty. Everyone can make themselves like beautiful, like, and you really don't have to live up to the standards of like the world and like TV and shit, because that like is aimed toward a certain aesthetic and then that may not really be anything close to what you are bruh and where you are may be a thriving place but only if you make it there so only if you believe so or what? yeah only if you believe first of all you have to fucking believe so and then you have to like go and get the shit done like have yourself groomed get a haircut fucking hit the gym you don't necessarily have to hit the gym but like Feed your body and feed your mind and feed your soul, you know what I'm saying? And you will appear as being attractive to other people. Girls are not very complicated, especially beautiful girls. Like, beautiful girls don't only want beautiful guys. Like, and and that goes for everybody in the world. Like, anyone can be beautiful if they if they love themselves enough, I feel. I feel like we're talking about two different things though now, bro. We're talking about attraction, which yeah. yes, I understand what you're saying. Energy, uh, motivate, like, you know, there's a lot of things that can attract. But also physically. So like the physical manifestation of that, like. So would you say having the right physique or having your best physique? Your, your best your physique, yeah. yeah. Not like the your perfect person. You, uh, what, what, what are these magazines? Um, men's fitness not having that men's fitness body but having what your best physique is what your best physique is bro. so that's where the physical comes in yeah and i'm like what about your face your face Top this, god like, damn it <laughs> <laughs> yo i don't know you eat your that's
that's a tough one. You either got it or you don't. You either, but even in terms of body, sometimes, bro, some people's genetics are just like. But that's the thing. With genetics, we've already dis- we've already discussed that. I've never seen anybody who's really put in the time, like really put in the time and effort into training for consistent amount of time, not end up with a good body. I'm not saying fucking men's fitness or whatever, but a good body. And worse, like, bro, I'll say this. The people who I know who have been like the most fit people I've ever known don't have the men's fitness body. You get me? Like the people who are like as like the people who can run like five k's under twenty minutes or twenty two minutes or twenty one minutes yeah, under twenty minutes. Let's say that people who can run ten k's under forty five minutes. Yeah. Like people who like um, can deadlift or squat like two times, two point five times their weight. That kind of shit. They never have the men's fitness bodies. Yes. True. True. Even those fucking what's in the, but yeah. So I think like it's fucking great. Obviously, like that we we've all put that body. Me and you, we specifically have spoken about it before this podcast. How it's oh, let me speak for myself. You can interject on your side, but yeah. it becomes a fucking obsession, bruh. It's like it's almost unhealthy. Like it's healthy because obviously you're working hard, you're training hard, you're eating well, but it's unhealthy. When, for me, I'll say again, when I'm looking in the mirror eight to ten times a day, minimum, bruh, I'm not even gonna say that's like the ma- bruh, minimum. About, bro, the mirror is where you need to also like love and appreciate the results. But that's the thing, it's not really, it's not the appreciation of it, bruh. It's just looking, you're just like, checking up on yourself. It's just like, hey, you okay? Yeah, you're not, though. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> But you look, you look, or I look, and I just see the flaws, bruh. I can't even see any, like, maybe for a split second, I'll be like, yes, I made progress on that, that I've been also wanting. But god damn it, this flaw ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but that's also a good thing in a way. That's not how I try to look at it, but it can be fucking enough. It has to be. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't have to be on I don't think it has to be on healthy, bro. Like, we all a bit fucking narcissistic, bro. It's not even the narcissism that's the issue for me. It's the fact that I'm, it's, it, it, it's exactly that. It's not the narcissism. It's the fact that I'm upset that I'm failing at something I'm putting everything into. I'm trying, like, at, like, and that's the thing. Even, can you hear how I just described it, bro? I'm failing. Yeah. But if you look at me, if you if I'm working out, if you work out with me, whatever, I don't look like I'm failing. I'm not failing. Yeah. But to me, it's just like, yo, you're bro, a failure. You're a fucking failure, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> you get it? It's like, yo, dog. Taking out. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, it's to me it's a bit unhealthy. Oh. And I wonder what happens when <laughs> when when I read because Every, every milestone that I ever wanted to get to, when I get there, it's like not even anything, bruh. Like, physique-wise. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, fuck that shit. Like, I want this now. 
Yes. I want that. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen this. So exactly how are we describing it, bro? Like, yeah. we're telling people, or let me rather say, I'm hearing you tell people you don't need the men's health body or the men's fitness body or whatever. And that's literally what I'm chasing. Like, and even those, some of them, like, nah, whack. I want, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a fucking crazy, crazy journey, bro. I, 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 I just. I think I was watching a YouTube video where someone was saying, bro, like nobody ever tells people who are trying to get into fitness and work out and shit, like about the the times where you look at yourself and you're like, God damn it, you're disgusting, you're a failure, or the times yeah. where you hurt yourself and like because of that you injured and now your progress is gone. It's not because of any any fault of yours or. Just, I don't know, bro. There's so much that goes with, like, that kind of body sculpting or bodybuilding. Because that's pretty much what we're doing. It's not really for fitness. As much as a lot of my training is functional, it's not really for the function, bro. Fuck them up. No, fuck the function. Not about the function, You, you especially, you know yourself. <laughs> the function, like, I feel like my muscles could function. I fucking, like, I raced Lyle the other day. And he's a skinny nigga, and I fucking... Fucked him up, bro. He knows the shit. You guys ready? <laughs> he knows the shit. Wait, but like a hundred meter or what? Yeah, about like a hundred meters. I fucking destroyed him. Where was this? He even got shocked. There on the <laughs> golf course. He's like, oh shit, this nigga's running, running. <laughs> He's... I'm gonna tell you right now, Blake. I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, and maybe we can organize this. But you ain't gassing me. I'm not letting it happen. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're not gassing me, dog. I'm not the quickest nigga. I'm not gonna say I am. But you're not gassing me, dog. If you do gas me, if we ever race, if you gas me, I might not ever talk to you again, bro. This I might be the last podcast. Smoke anyone, bro. Come at me. I smoke <laughs> anyone, bro. Okay, guys, so Blaine will smoke everyone. No pause. Ah, uh, Blaine. You got anything to tell these? Whoa, 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 Jesus. Cutting past my favorite part of the podcast, my bad. Musical project of the week. Um, I didn't remind you on purpose. I wanted to see if you'd remember. If you'd have something. What you been listening to? Let's see what I've been listening to. Sure. I've been listening to... Lo-Fi Girl on YouTube. Lo-Fi Girl on YouTube. Yeah. It's like a playlist. Yeah. Okay, guys. So there we have it. The musical project of the week is Lo-Fi Girl. It's a playlist. I'm gonna try get it from Blaine, but he obviously did not. It's not a playlist. It's more like a live mix. Oh, so it's a live mix. And then people comment and shit. It's it's weird, but it's so cool. Like when you just let it play, it's just amazing. So this guy definitely did not understand this assignment. So I'm gonna give you guys a musical project, and I'll Lo-fi give you the link. Girl. Go to Lo-fi I'll give girl. you I'll give you the link. I'll get it from him. I'll give you the link for this playlist. Um, I'll give you my thoughts on it. What you been listening? Yeah, so you've been listening to that, like, and it's just like lo-fi music. It's just not only lo-fi music. I've also been listening to. No, no, you don't get two. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, oh. Nardo Hungry. <laughs> what? What's his name? Nardo what? Something like that. Um, we've been. He's been listening to that too. 
Not a word. Not a what? Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Let me get the name now. Nah, I have to get the name. Yo. Naruto. God damn. <laughs> For all those guys finding this shit, um, I'll give you guys my, my project of the week. You probably heard it. Um, it's just been banging consistently since I heard it. I Like Spotify was just like spamming me with it. Um, I had no intention of listening to it as soon as I did, but it kept spamming me with it and eventually I listened to it and I'm not even gonna hold you guys fucking incredible album. Um, uh, An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. You know about Silk Sonic? Who's Silk Sonic? It's Bruno Mars and Anderson Park. They started a band and they're just getting funky and groovy and just... Woo! It's incredible. My favorite track off it, just to let you guys know, is Fly As Me. Um, but yeah, Blaine's finding this other project that he was listening to. But I am gonna hit you guys with the YouTube link for this playlist that he was hollering about. Not a wick. Who wants Not a wick. smoke? Let's see how it's spelled. I feel like. Okay, she can talk for the license content. Yeah, they're gonna fucking cut my shit, bro. Not a wick. <laughs> Who wants smoke? Featuring Lil Dirk, 21 Savage, G Herbo, and directed by Cole Bennett. Yeah. Aight! So that's a song that he's been listening to yet again, fully missing the assignment. (laughs) Nah, come on. But yeah, it's been a fucking pleasure kicking this with you, my nigga. Dropping off some water. This nigga don't got any water, (laughs) bruh. The whole of Ramberg is fucked up. <laughs> oh, no, Ramberg. Uh, nah, let me not blow up your spot. I'm glad I got the wrong, yeah. the wrong address. Don't yeah. tell him, man. Yeah. But the whole of this area, as well as other areas, I thought my shit was also not going to be on, bro. And then I saw that we weren't on the grid. Oh, Yo. yeah. You I'm all the excited, bro. Got tats in my ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoos in my ribs. <laughs> but this has been fucking dope, dog. Do you have anything? Um... Anything wise, anything non-wise, anything at all that um, you want to tell you, motherfuckers? Let me think of something wise. You don't have to be wise, bro. You tell them the normal, regular bullshit. What did you used to say, like, when you started this fitness journey? I want my body to look like a dick! Yeah. <laughs> a dick! <laughs> like a dick, mate. Nah, listen. I don't want my body to look like a dick. Now come with that energy. Yeah, don't come I with any wisdom. You study enough wisdom. I now have obtained a successfully wrecked dick as a body. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I fucking feed your soul and your mind and your body. Do that shit. Do that shit however you can and don't make excuses for it. Just dive into your experience. Stop sitting on the fence looking at other people. Dive into your experience. Yeah. That's that shit. Yes. Let's get it. Yes. Let's get it. This has been Papi Chulo. Let's fucking guy. Vamanos. So guys, that's what you get from this nigga. Yeah, fucking hell. I, I was listening to him just rolling my eyes like, God damn it. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. That's actually fucking great advice. And I, sh- I, I, will, I, will, I will take it on board um, myself. I hope you guys do as well. But 
This has been an incredible episode. If you're still listening at this point, I really fuck with you. Until the next time, I bid you adieu and I will see you soon.